Hey you, you should subscribe. $1.99 a month, you get access to the After Hours show and so much more. Let's get this party started. This is the Block Party of Minecraft Podcast, episode 110. We're your hosts, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. I have no idea what we're talking about. Probably Minecraft, Bearded Sloth. We have a Minecraft free-for-all special. The past week in Minecraft, your listener questions, and, of course, Holy Bookworm's Joke of the Week. You can find out all our information about The Block Party at theblockpartymc.com. Now let's get the block party started! Yay! You always give me tongue twisters. Free-for-all. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say, but... Yeah, it is a hard hard one. It's a hard one, but we're kind of opening it up, and this is somewhat of a test. You and I have been discussing changing the format of the podcast. (gasps) Again? Yes. Uh, Not totally, though. We're going to keep the change logs. People like staying updated on that, and it's informative and all that. We can't get rid of Holy Bookworm's joke of the week. Or we would be canceled. And I love listener questions. Who doesn't? So we got to keep that. But the topic of the week, what are we going to change? How about we just open it up, we're the gonna topic, hit, every week? We're going to hit the delete key on it, and it's going to be a free-for-all Minecraft-related every week. It's just the topic of the week, basically, is going to be Minecraft. Minecraft. That's it. So Whatever original. you want to talk such, about, this listeners. This is such an original idea. No other Minecraft podcasts have ever had this idea before. Right. Exactly. But it opens it up. That way, whatever's on your mind, maybe I'm not paying attention fully and I miss something that's going on in the week. Give us a call, leave us a voicemail or text us or get on our discord and leave us whatever it is you're thinking about that week. That way we can talk about it. We really want to hear from you, the listeners. And we've always said this is your show, listeners. We're just here helping you out a little bit, guiding it along. We're just the voices in your head. That's right. So we need you to participate, and I think the best way is to open it up for your own creativity and whatever you want to talk about. So let's get into this first testing session of the free-for-all. All right, first one comes from Advisory Labs. I want to read this one because I looked at the end of it, and I know how to do the voice for the end of it. So that's the whole reason I want to read this. I'll let you read the last line. Okay, I'll just read the last line. That'll work. Lore! I love lore. Adding lore to your Minecraft build is one of the most fun ways to spice something up. Like my nuclear reactor. Is it nuclear or nuclear? Nuclear? I can't talk. So, (laughs) I have a parent that corrects me on this all the time. I still don't know what the correct way of saying that is. Nuclear. That's how I would say it. Anyways, like his nuclear reactor it has a whole host of lore behind it that i don't think anyone has quite figured out yet sometimes i even try to cook up lore for other builds like the fact that i think little c is preparing for the apocalypse but hey that's just a theory a game theory very good we could have got matt pat's clip in for there but you know that would have been cool and then i could have just hit a button and you know we gotta do show prep for that and you kind of gotta show up before 15 minutes work. after we start the show F- just yeah saying. 15 minutes after we start the show i exactly. like that exactly 
Yeah, that's pretty much you, little C. So the lore concept here. We've talked about this in the past. I personally have a hard time getting into lore. It's just hard for me to... I'm so matter-of-fact and but, functional. But what if the lore is actually you not being able to get into the lore? Oh, man. Welcome to the Matrix. Little C, do you get into lore? I like it. I think it's fun because it can add character to a Minecraft world. If you do storytelling through builds is what I like to do. Kind of, It's kind of like lore, but I like to make builds that tell a story. So I'm trying to build a little medieval village on my hardcore world on my island. I don't really have a story yet, but I know I want it to feel a very nice town. So I'm kind of maybe I'll use little decorations and stuff that each tell a bit of a story and in things like that. You know, the more I think about it, though, is it lore? Like, I'll build something, right? And I'll think in my mind, this is the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. And I relate it to real life. Maybe I'm looking back at like season two and the first shop I built was a fishing shack. And I'm like, see this, somebody starts a settlement. They need to eat. They start fishing and create this shop and help others out. That is world lore right there. So I guess I'm into lore a little bit. Yeah, I think. But it's very particular. I think everyone is. To a certain degree, there's just different types of it. There's the more role play side, the Dream SMP, Lemanberg, all of that stuff side of it. And then you have the more of like what you're saying there. And I think both sides are cool. And I kind of am in the middle of which side I'm on. Now, his reactor core thing here. His nuclear reactor in Jericho, his base, that thing is awesome. I don't know if I've seen it. It's huge. Okay. And it's really awesome. Yeah. And yes, I am preparing. Your theory might be correct. I do live in a hobbit hole. I'm just mm, saying. Yeah, he, he does live underground. I don't know. Maybe he is. He made me build a house, though, to make it look like everything's normal. It's all normal. Nothing to see here. I'm building yeah. a whole little... Mm. Maybe our whole base above surface is just a facade and everything's really underneath, but you'd never see that. But hey, that's just a theory. A game theory. Game Theory is such a good YouTube channel. It is. Check it out if you haven't. Our next comment comes from Holy Bookworm. I would like some more types of things to farm. I love farming. I also have enjoyed making my various libraries in in the game over the years. I always thought it would be cool to name the books so you could see actual titles when you looked at the bookshelf. So fun. Makes it feel like a real library. As far as creations, I think my church build on last season was probably the most epic one I have ever done. I enjoy seeing all the cool things that people build in Minecraft and how creative they can be. So I wonder if anybody has told her about the new bookshelves. Yeah, but she's saying have the names on the side of the books to make it look like actual books in a bookshelf. Yeah, but does she know about book and quills that you can write a book and have them and then store them? I agree with her, though. I think there should be a way to tell a small little text, even if you could dye books. What if, yeah, I mean, you can put the book in an item frame and rename it, right? But but that's silly. But what if you rename the book? And then you put it in the new bookshelf. There's no way to tell, though. If you have that a would bookshelf be cool, full right? of them, you wouldn't know which one's which. Right. You'd have to look at it, though. That's the problem I have. Yeah. Hmm. I just kind of wonder if there might be a way to do this because they're chiseled bookshelves, right? Is what they're called. Yeah. 
so they do have it where the game recognizes where you're looking on the bookshelf now. Yeah, but so it's I wonder not, if there's a way to do this. It's not. You're saying actually side. print it on the have side. Have something printed on mm. the side, or at least if you could. I'm thinking more of what they could actually add to the game. So maybe if you could dye it or add an armor trim to the book, kind of thing. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, it'd be that, hard to that do though with cool. the two pixels, but I think they that could dye it. That is true. You don't have enough pixels there to really make it happen. Now, of course, Holy Bookworm loves her farming. Just go play Farming Simulator. It's the same thing. She would probably have fun with that. Yeah. She, but there, it, it's a little more complicated than what she probably liked. She does like games like Farmville back in the day. She played a lot of that. So there is those things. The church she's talking about last season, that was cool. I helped her build it a little bit, but she did almost all of it. I just kind of helped her guide along watching a YouTube video and helping her out a little bit. Did you like that church? Yeah, it was all right. It was a very basic church. It looked like a country church or something. something I like the cathedral we built before Jericho was a thing. I forget what world that was called. That was good. But I I like that. That was like right when... Maybe I should try to build that again. Build something way cooler than that. You could do something. You can follow a tutorial so well. It's not fair. I can't follow a tutorial. I look at a picture and then I kind of am just like, hey, I can't actually build it off the picture. I'm going to build something similar. Yeah, I'm pretty good at following along. I think a lot of that skill came from Lego, honestly. Yeah, I'm good at Lego, though, but I'm not good good. at watching video tutorials. You're not great at following the direction even on Lego. You can and you do. But you prefer just making your own creations even there. Sometimes. Yeah. And you're really good at that. All right. Thank you for that comment there, Holy Bookworm. Next up is Chef Sunshine. I'm probably too late to chime in. This did come in afternoon on Friday, but that's okay. We got you in. But I have built a jungle village of over 120 residents. It's track housing. So something really fancy, but I wanted an open trading to where they could come and go They're not trapped. I'm still working on getting their jobs going, but it's fun for the next thing I'm going to do is do a swamp village because I want to see it. Swamp villagers look like I had done this before the change in trading, so I guess I've got a head start on that, maybe. So 120 residents, 120 villagers, that's quite a lot. That's such a nice way to put it. Residents. Residents. Sounds right? so nice. It is nice. Like they're not forced into one by one squares on a honey block so they can't move. Now, I so track housing, I'm trying to understand what that is. Is that basically like house, 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 house kind of thing in a, no in a row, I think? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. So feel free to clarify that in another comment. We'll get to it in one of our later episodes. They are changing the villager trading and stuff. So you do need your villagers from all different biomes. Or you just get every trade mountain in the game before they update. Or you do that and get it done. I think it's still an experimental for now, but it's getting close. I'm working on it in hardcore. I'm trying because that'd be cool to have because I want to do both. I want to have my custom islands I talked about with each type of villager. But I don't want to do that till the update comes out. So right now I have my super OP villager hall with like every trade. I'm right. working on every trade. Now the swamp villagers are different because there's no natural swamp cool. villagers. Same with jungle. Right. Villagers. And they're cool. The swamp ones, are, they have purple on them. Is that yeah, what it is? So. Something like that. Or like green. I think or... I really like the look of them though. Yeah. Villagers are cool. 
I like that they're changing them. We'll get into that a little bit later, I think. Our next comment comes from IRL Nick. Minecraft. I agree. That's a great comment. Oh, wait, there's more. That's all I saw when it first came in. This one came in late, too. I almost didn't put it in. That would have been almost funny. Almost didn't put it in. Just saying. This one came in extra late. It did come in extra late. I When he first put the comment, because I get notified yeah. on everything that you guys send, all I saw was Minecraft. I thought that was all the comment <laughs> was. I'm like, perfect I think comment. It, I think it was for a while, but then he edited, He probably put it in to make sure he got into the show and then edited it right, that with might an be. actual response. Or just like, Yep. And then Bedwars. Bedwars is chaotic. Grind Skyblock. I've been grinding iron on Skyblock. I was inspired by watching some Tommy Ennett slash Dream SMP and remembering Techno in the Potato Wars. I don't play a lot anymore just because having a life is better. This is fake news. I have a job and money so I can actually eventually move out of the house, unlike at Little C. Ha ha. I, I don't want money. I like Minecraft better. Minecraft is life. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about know. here. This is fake news. I have no idea what he's talking about. It's that gosh darn fake news stuff. So when he put SB, yeah. Skyblock, I'm like, he got my name backwards. My name is BS, not SB. <laughs> it's like on any driver license or anything. That's what your initials would be because they flip. Yes. It's sloth bearded. Sloth bearded. Yeah. Hmm. Hello, sloth bearded. That works for me. It, it sounds uh, distinct or, or nice or something. Elegant, sloth bearded, fancy. No? No. All right. No. Yeah, the Bedwars. Skyblock sky is really cool. Okay. Is that where you have your start on one block and then you got to move yourself over not or something? Really one block, but that's okay. a different thing. Okay. But Skyblock, this is talking different from the original Skyblock that we know. This is Hypixel Skyblock, which is super advanced. It has all kinds of boss fights, different areas to go to, all kinds of things. There's an economy. It's really complex. It's pretty much a game in itself. I've never gotten into it just because it's so complicated and my brain is not that big, but it is really cool. I probably should check out some of these other game modes or whatever you want to call them, other ways to play Minecraft, because I'm so stuck in survival all the time. That's all I ever do. Maybe I should venture out a bit. Shocking. Have add variety to my life. Whoa. Whoa. Thank you for those comments. That's basically what we're going to do every week. Free for all. Whatever it is you want to talk about. So don't wait for the topic of the week. You don't have to wait on me. Just get your comments in. The deadline will probably be like, you know, Friday by noon, Eastern time, U.S. It might be a bit sooner because of the free for all. So exactly. If we get a do bunch of comments. We'll just get them in and we'll just kind of go from there and talk about whatever it is you guys want to talk about. Let us see. What do you want to talk about? Anything on your mind with Minecraft and stuff this week been going on? Playing Minecraft where one person controls the keyboard and one person controls the mouse absolutely sucks and is hilarious. Yes. I had IRL nickname. Hmm. Wait, didn't he just have a comment hmm. over and we did a live stream and we did that. That was crazy. That was fun. So two-player Minecraft. On one account. On one account. Yep. Hmm. We did well, and then somebody decided to hit W while I was moving the mouse next to a ravine or something. That's kind of like those three-legged races or something that yeah. you have to do with people. It's pretty much, you have to have really. I am not good work. at that. That'd be funny. You and me do it. That could be fun. PvP, play Minecraft. 
We can't do it with a controller, though. You'd have to do, like, keyboard or mouse. So there was... We're going to get into the updates here in a bit. And there's been a lot of lag issues, apparently, with the new Bedrock. I've seen a lot of reports, not on our server. I haven't noticed it. I played a little bit. Didn't notice any major problems. But all over Facebook communities and stuff, there's lag everywhere, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, have you played Bedrock at all this week? Yeah, Probably. I played a little bit on Did... a new world with okay. another person, like just a built-in multiplayer or whatever, and okay. it wasn't laggy. Yeah, I haven't noticed anything major, so I don't know what's going on with that. I am working on doing server transfer stuff, so I gotta say, when you move a server or move a world from one server to the other, you don't realize how much is involved when you have different custom add-ons and things like this. There's a lot involved. I've been working on that a bit. I'm getting excited. Minecraft, we've got Minecraft Live, start building hype there. There's been some rumors. They have and to update something major if they want the game to get another big boost of excitement, I guess. I agree hype. with that. They need to have a really hype update to keep Minecraft. I mean, I don't think Minecraft's going to die, but what I mean is die in the short term of like in the next year or two. I feel that's how update. this last update, it, they kind of killed the game. Even though it, they added stuff, it's kind of like, Man, well, we don't want this. We None knew what it. it was for so long, too. They drug out all the announcements and stuff and gave us way too much info, I felt way before and that's part of the problem with the betas and the yeah and the snapshots is we get too much info instead of just being like shocked or surprised i do think there'll be a lot of hype when they if they announce something big because that will help a ton yeah i think they know where they're at i think they're aware from what i can tell on like x and things like that what they're talking about so i'm hoping that it is huge, something like the Nether update or update Aquatic or something big like that. What Even, do you think it could be? I think a big update to the end is what everybody wants and what could really bring hype. But because of just how much I, people I'm want it. I'm thinking it's going to be, they're going to focus I'm on biomes. Be, I'm hoping it's going to be in a, a biome update, like another exploring-based update, where they update maybe Savannah's, Birch forest and stuff like that. Yeah, and don't just do one. Yeah, do multiple at one and time. I think they need I to. I think it would be the way to I'm go. I'm just trying to think though, because they have to make it hype. You look at update aquatic that changed the entire oceans and any water ever, and then you had another update that changed the entire dimension. You had village and pillage that changed huge amounts of stuff. And now we're trying to fix that still on trading and all that stuff because that broke that broke economies i feel villagers well pillagers didn't i think the pillager yeah. part is awesome i like that part do you like it because it just adds a bit of chance and it adds it to it's a random side quest because yeah. you might get the bad omen effect and then you start a raid in a village and not accidentally so then you have the side quest now or you're like me, and you do it in hardcore, and then you just run away because you're too scared to fight the raid, and now someday I'm going to be walking through a random village and die to a bunch of mobs. And I kind of see it more on the other side. People make, like, pillager raid farms. Yeah. And that's game-breaking to me. It, it's, well, just too over, oh, yeah. it's just too overpowered. 
but I suppose you don't have to do that. And on the other side, it's just annoying to me. It distracts me from whatever. I might have my own goal. That's the cool thing with Minecraft. I have my own goal set. I can do what I want when I want. And when a random event like that happens, it takes the control away from me. And I think that does a disservice. A little bit, maybe. I understand the hype of it. And now I just carry a milk bucket everywhere. And that helps. There's ways to get around it, but I think it is a cool way to uh, make a little bit of a side quest. And I think something other like that, it'd be cool. I don't think Minecraft would do it, but I've played a few mod packs where they make it into like an RPG game. So you have complete quests that you complete, this task list almost. But you don't have to do it. You can still just play Minecraft, but it adds these different quests like raid this certain area. I wonder if you just have a totally different game mode for that. That would and that'd be, be cool. the way to do it. That would be cool. That you know would what? be a cool update. Something this is like something that. something they could add. Game modes. And it wouldn't bring too much hype, but it would for Bedrock players. Hardcore Bedrock. I don't know why they haven't added it. It's a toggle. It's a singular toggle. Everything is there for it. They just have to add a heart texture. I think it's coming. Yeah. I think it is. It probably is. I don't know why they're waiting to release it, because I don't think it's a big enough hype item. Well, we better keep the show going. We have a lot going on today. The past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. There were a bunch of them, and big ones Yeah, here. too many. All right, Grab this first one. popcorn in a blanket. This first one I think we can handle. It's Minecraft Java 1.20.2, release candidate 2. Came out Monday, September 18th, 2023. Changes. Fixed the problem with villagers and wandering traders suffocating when traveling up slopes in minecart. Minecraft moment. That's all it was. Okay. Now, here it is. Minecraft Bedrock 1.20.30 actual stable release came out Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Leave it to Bedrock Edition to have an extremely long change log. And this is highly, highly summarized, by the way. It was way longer than this, little C. So I could have made it worse. First new feature here, you died experience update. Improved death screen visibility, hotbar always visible, and settings accessible before respawn. Have you ch- seen this yet? I have. I don't like it. Okay. One, it's just not the iconic you died screen. It, right. And I wish, I don't think Bedrock ever had it, but the experience of like how much you, I don't know if it was XP you gained or what, but on Java, you know, when you die, it has it that like number. like a score. That score. I think mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That would be cool. You can get the old screen back. It can be restored via settings, just so you know. So it is a toggle. You don't have to do this if you don't like it. So just putting that out there. Next one was crawling. This is a big thing. That's awesome. Been waiting a while for that. Crawling under one block gaps is now a standard feature. No longer experimental in the actual game. Camera interpolation and server triggers for call crawling improved so that's just camera stuff recipe unlocking recipe unlocking now a standard feature and it's toggable per world refined recipe unlocking commands and notifications recipe unlocking game rule added optional game rule for limited crafting based on unlocked recipes i kind of like this idea that you can only craft things that you've unlocked the recipe for. I don't. I think it's kind of weird. I don't know. I think it's... I wouldn't do it normally, 
but I think it would be a fun playthrough, just like hardcore or something like that, just to make it a little more challenging. But I don't think it makes sense, because once you have the items you need to craft it anyways, you can craft it. It doesn't really do anything to me. Well, I'm thinking maybe like an adventure map or something, so people can only craft certain items. Yeah, but the way like you that. unlock it is if yeah. you have the stuff to craft the item. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how all that would work. Recipe book search enhanced search functionality for recipe book in survival mode so is there can you unlock recipes by finding books then of some are there recipe books is that what we're talking about then no this is okay it's just if you pick up let's say a stick yeah then you'll have the recipe for a torch okay hmm. it's uh, a I really need to, i need to a really read a lot more feature. about it so but anyways i you can toggle it on or off this is a big one. This next one. Sleeping percentage game rule. Added game rule to skip night based on player sleep percentage. I'm going to explain this a bit. You have the game rule. And I notice you don't have to have cheats on or anything. It's just a game rule you can use all the time with slash commands. So keep that in mind. If you have it at over 100, so 101 or something then nobody can sleep the night away. It's always... Imagine doing that on Jericho and just trolling right. people. And then if you go, like, one, only 1% 1 of your players, if it's at 50, that's 50%. So that means if you have two players, only one of them. If you have four, two of them have to sleep for it to skip over. If you go zero or negative number, then it it's basically instant as soon as somebody hits it it doesn't go through the animation and stuff that's my understanding of that but most people you're officially you can't have more than what 10 people on anyways in a realm or something yeah so you know you you can set it at one and only one person would have to sleep at that point there are some vanilla parody things Block breaking adjusted the breaking times of 188 blocks to align with Java Edition. So everything's going to take about the same amount of time. So that's that's kind of nice for people that maybe play both. Like me. So it feels the same on both sides. Yeah. That's awesome. Parity for easier cross-platform compatibility and guide creation. Gameplay, various gameplay tweaks, including villager behavior, potion mechanics, and block generation. Blocks, adjusted crawling mechanics, under slabs, and parity changes for various blocks. Audio, huge thing here, improved audio, adding missing sounds, and aligning with Java Edition. There were experimental features here. Villager trade changes... This is all experimental stuff. Librarian villagers. Previously, any librarian could sell any enchantment, which was seen as too random. Now, librarians from different biomes sell specific enchantments. Master librarians offer unique enchantments in each village biome. Players need to visit all village biomes to access the full range of enchantments. Some enchantments are now only obtainable th through other means. This is still behind their experimental toggle, so be aware of that. But that means it's getting close to the actual game. Some things here for the wandering trader. Address concerns of unfair prices and limited useful items from the wandering trader. Lowered prices, increased available stock, 
and added new trades. Wandering traders can now buy various items from players. That's very interesting. I like that. So if you do find a trade that maybe you want or something you're having trouble finding, you can buy a lot more of it. That's a good change. And the trades themselves are different. That is, I'm glad they added that because on wandering traders, it gets so annoying if there's something you actually want, which is very rare to happen because right. wandering traders, but when you do, and then you can only buy three of them or whatever. Right. And maybe it'll make them a little bit more useful than just for obtaining leads. Although they're still be used for just obtaining leads. That is true. All right. Now back to the actual stable release fixes and changes. Diamond ore distribution. Increase diamond ore in deeper parts to incentivize mining in the deep slate layers. I'm going to have to test this out. I feel diamonds were already easy to mine. Diamonds are already... I mined for 15 minutes with Fortune 3 efficient... You know, a maxed out pickaxe. I think there's too many people complaining because but I got, everything costs more diamonds now. That's the point. They're meant to I be know. rare. I agree. But when I mine for 15 minutes, so everyone whose argument is, oh, I don't have that much time to play and I just want to work on building, so it's good to get OP quick. For 15 minutes of diamond mining to get... That was with a good pickaxe, which took me not that long to get, to be honest. Right. And I got a stack of diamonds yeah. in 15 minutes. Right. Stop complaining. Exactly. That's how I look at it. I think they're they're just listening to the whiners somewhat. So stop your whining and go mining. Hey, that's a good saying. Stop your whining and go mining. Merch coming soon, question BS mark. quote. <laughs> All right. I like that a lot, actually. Somebody write that down. Performance and stability addressed various crashes and stability issues, including one related to corrupted save chunks, fixed out of storage errors, and texture corruption on Xbox, and a bug with local network games on Nintendo Switch. Resolved crashes related to rendering resources and entering the world through the end portal back to the overworld. Gameplay, improved mouse input on Xbox for better responsiveness. Breath meter now refills when swimming with head above water. That's a good change. I thought it did that before, but apparently not. It does. It's just buggy. Okay. Various. I, think, I don't think that's a good change. It's too overpowered. Because then you can just be skimming across the top of the water and swimming with full speed and never yeah. worry about drowning. That's okay. I don't think you need... Uh, you can swim with your head above water. Yeah, it just makes it easier, I guess. I don't know. Various fixes and improvements related to camera clipping, sneak crawl modes, and creative mode functionalities. Going on with mobs, introduce new ways to tempt and interact with animals. Zombie villagers now display correct professions when infected. I like this a lot. Have you seen this? I have not really. So I saw a picture of a farmer and it was a zombie villager farmer. And so they keep their professions. I thought they, they did. Maybe on Java. I thought they, I'm pretty they're sure supposed they did. to, but it, it's okay. actually displaying correctly now. Fixed issues related to mob interactions, holding illager banners and more. The blocks here introduced multiple fixes related to block behaviors, crafting, and interactions. Adjustments to block entities like composter and suspicious stew. I think the 
composter, by the way, I think you like could get inside or something and cause like X-ray glitches. I think that's what they're talking about there. Skulk vibrations, various fixes and enchantment enhancements related to Skulk sensors and their interactions with the game environment. Realms addressed issues related to world downloads from Realms on PlayStation 4 and UI behaviors. I know though, few times I've messed with Realms and PlayStation, it never worked correctly, like downloading worlds and stuff. So I'm glad that they're addressing this. Accessibility, improved screen narration, and introduce better alerts for player convenience. So as much as they seem like they want to care about accessibility, they still haven't added subtitles to Bedrock. I do I not get it. I don't get it either. Touch controls, adjusted touch controls, functionality, and fixed issues related to sneak input and crafting. User interface, multiple UI improvements and fixes, including button changes, icon adjustments, and enhanced error messages. Audio adjustments and fixes to audio cues and sounds associated with mobs and equipment. And that thing was huge. Changes on sounds, by the way. Graphical, introduce graphical enhancements, fixes for rendering issues, and adjustments to visual effects. Marketplace added a feature for players to send feedback to Marketplace creators regarding purchased items. I kind of like this. So if you have a problem with something that you buy from a creator on the Marketplace and it just stinks or something, you can let them know. Or like if you it. like it, you can let them know. I like it. So whenever someone steals work on the Marketplace, which that would never happen. I don't no, know. There would never be stolen never mods happens. or texture packs on the Marketplace then we can, uh, you know, make them remove it easier and complain more. It is nice that you more have complaints. some kind of <laughs> communication. Or maybe you find a bug in their map or yeah. something, right? You can let them know. That's good. Creators, at least for me, when I make something, like our add-ons or something, I want it to be right. So if you find something that's not right, I want to know about it. And the fact that the player then can communicate that to me, that's kind of cool. This is kind of a big deal here. Minimum supported mobile hardware. Updated requirements for iOS and Android devices to ensure optimal performance and compatibility. So if you have old phones or whatnot, they might not work with this update. Oh, what yeah. they did to your old laptop back yeah, in the day. Yep, exactly. So it's happening on phones now. But at some point, they have to, to keep yeah, the game they going. they have to, but it kind of sucks. It does. Because it's like you paid for this and now you, even if it, I think they should just let you play it. Even if it's one frame per second, they should let you play it. And you then are like, oh, I need to get a new phone if I want to keep playing Minecraft. Yeah, I, I see both sides of that. I just wonder if there are limitations that it wouldn't even, like they wouldn't even allow it on the marketplace or on, you know, the Play Store or something at that point. And I wonder if there's something to do with that. But anyway, so check, see if it's compatible or not. Now, this was highly summarized. There was so much more detail in all of that. There were technical updates, tons of those. I'm not going to read those, um, but tons of them, a lot to do with sounds and item components and how add-ons are made and things like that. Tons of changes there. So be sure you can check our description. I always have a hyperlink in there. You click on that for whatever change log you want to read, and it'll bring you right to the official change log. And you can read all the details if you're into that. See, that wasn't too bad, was it, little C? I, I summarized it pretty well. There's more. You're still awake, though. 
Not really. All right. <laughs> there are more changes here. We've got Minecraft Bedrock beta and preview. So these are all the things they couldn't make it into the update. 1.20.40.22 came out Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Changes on this beta preview. So this is what's upcoming. Change the default game rule value of respawn radius to 10. I think it always was five yeah. before. I always set our worlds on Jericho to one. zero. Or zero, or yeah. Or one. Yep. So you basically spawn in the same place every time. Goat horns can now be heard up to 256 blocks away. That's awesome. I love that. I, I be, like that. Now I can annoy people so much easier on Jericho. I don't even have to be standing directly next to them. And it kind of gives you a reason to have a goat horn because it does something nothing else can do. It can make a sound really far away. It can annoy your neighbors even if they live 256 blocks away. That is true. All right. We have camel changes. Camels no longer appear to slide when walking. Oh, the camels don't moonwalk anymore. And I that's guess so sad. Not. Camels no longer move their legs when standing still. <laughs> camels no longer dash indefinitely when in lava. I think I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Auto completing text now moves the cray to end of the line. I have no idea what that's talking about. Iron golems and snow golems now have a crumbling-like particle effect when they are created. Flowing lava and water mixing mechanics now match Java Edition. I didn't realize there was a change there. Is that just when the flowing water is coming together? I think is what they're talking about, maybe? Not sure. Witches now target players within a 16-block distance. I'm not sure what it was before. That doesn't seem very far. 16 blocks, I, I would feel that they'd be able to do that already. Camera APIs moved from beta to 1.6.0, a bunch of things like that API stuff there. Updated all methods besides show on action form data, message form data, and model form data to be callable and read-only mode. Yeah, a bunch of stuff there as far as technical changes. And fixes here fixed a bug where the wrong side of signs would sometimes be edited. That'd get annoying. Fixed an extremely rare bug. 0.00003% chance that could cause item frames to not drop their item when hit or destroyed. So it's this very, very rare bug that is not even that annoying because you could just hit it again and then it'd probably work. Right. Yeah, I don't know, but, or did it just disappear? Because that's what I was thinking it was. Like, you'd hit it, and then it just disappeared. It just seems stupid. This is 0. Yeah. 0.000000. <laughs> that's 000. a really small chance. But uh, anyways, they found it. Who sat there the it. whole time? Yeah, who's reporting that bug and figuring out that chance, by the way? It, it's got to be something in the code, though, to have an exact number like that. Fixed a bug where closing the game while having the portfolio open resulted in a crash. Fixed a crash on certain Android devices while loading into worlds with the deferred technical preview enabled. Disabled the deferred technical preview on some Android devices that don't support our current requirements for compute shaders. There are some notes here about the editor. We haven't talked too much about the editor. Have you thought about this much little scene 
Nope, looked cool when they released it. Never did anything with it. So there's some things there in the changelog you guys might be interested in on the editor. They're still working on that. I think it's overall a good thing if you're into that stuff. So be sure to check that out. We'll skip all the changelogs on that, though. And guess what? Let's see. We're getting to Java Edition now. There was a stable release. Minecraft Java 1.20.2 came out Thursday, September 21st, 2023. They do have a note here. We are making some important updates to our player reporting tool to better protect the online safety of our players. Playing Minecraft should be an inclusive and safe experience for everyone, which is why, alongside in-game chat messages, you will now be able to report player skins and usernames that violate our community standards in Java Edition. Oh, great. More of 1984 and Minecraft. Let's go. But... Just like before, just like with chat reports, nothing is automated. Any reported skin or username will be reviewed manually by a team of trained Minecraft moderators who will use the submitted evidence to decide whether the skin and or username is in breach of our community standards. I love how they say they uh, should be inclusive and safe experience for all players, but then your Minecraft skin can get banned. So that seems not very inclusive. Inclusivity is very exclusive, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Skins that are in violation of these standards will be removed from Minecraft and will no longer be accessible for use by any player. Usernames that are in violation of these standards will need to be changed before that player can play online via shared server or realm, though single player mode will still be accessible. To find out more about this and other safety policies, including more detail on the suspension procedure, appeals process, and how we handled malicious or repeat reporting, visit their dedicated FAQ page, which the link's in the changelog. Like I said, you can get to the changelog hyperlink in our description. All right, got through that. Features here in this stable release player, and this is somewhat um, summarized also. Player skins and names can now be reported in the social interaction screen. If a skin or a name is reported and found to be violating the community standards, our team of human moderators can action in a few ways. Ban the skin from being used by any player. Ban the name from being used by any player. Suspend the player from online play in the case of repeated offenses. When a skin is banned, players with that skin will have their skin removed will be notified when they launch the game, will be automatically assigned one of the default skins, can still play multiplayer and single player. I find this funny, all this stuff they added. On Java Edition, the biggest, or one of the biggest server, Hypixel, you can't even, chat reporting doesn't work, and I doubt skin reporting will work because they have their own engine for chat because they have all their mods and stuff for chat. Right. And that's just funny to me. Yeah. I think it might be a liability issue for them more than anything, and they're just covering their butts. Uh, keep going here. Can select a new custom skin at any time. When a player's name is banned, that player will need to choose a new name. Will be notified when they launch the game. Will not be able to play online until they change their name. Can still play single player. A skin or name that has been banned cannot be used by any player in the future. I find it interesting that they're saying 
they're going to ban skins, but it's not like they're, you can, I mean, you just changed the name of the file, right? How are they going to know what skin is what? The way the skins work, because I know this because of NameMC, the, you can see any player's skin and how many people are using that exact skin. Right. I don't know how it works, but I think it goes off of if you change a single pixel. Okay. So it reads the file of it and sees, okay, these pixels. So if it, this exact pixels are all in the same location, so you change one pixel and you can use the skin again. Or just change the hex code just a bit. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it's weird to me how they... I don't think they're as capable as they make it seem. Let's put it that way. Anyways, let's keep going with those changes here. The calculations to determine whether a mob can attack a player or other mobs have been changed. Diamond ore is now generated more frequently in the deep slate layers of the overworld. Optimizations to networked play. Curing a zombie villager now only gives a big discount the first time. This is a big deal too. The zombie villager trading thing, which I do think they did this on Bedrock too. Sponges and wet sponges now have their own custom sounds. Barrier blocks can now be waterlogged by players in creative mode. The positions that all entities ride on other entities have been adjusted to make more sense. Added the narrator hotkey accessibility option. Default is on. Added I want to report them player reporting category and oh i haven't seen this one in a while removed hero brian <gasps> they removed hero brian that's what it says here in the change logs official change logs i am so disappointed it's about time they got to it though dude i'm so disappointed that's my favorite feature i might stop playing i know this is so mean Experimental features. The experiment screen when creating a world now has an option to enable the villager trade rebalance. When this option is selected, some villager trades will change. This experiment has no effect on normal worlds. You can find more information about feature toggles at their link. Librarians, cartographers, wandering traders, armor and structure loot changes. And there were about 200 bugs that were fixed in this release. And of course, there were more changes and stuff. Check it out in the official change logs. So Luckily, we're not boring we're you. We're not forever. reading all 200 bugs. I, I could. If you really want no. me to, I'll pull it up for you, little C. No, let's not. All right. We've kind of talked about this a little bit, but let's get into our past week. Lots of real life trucking for me. I think I drove about 2,400 miles this week, something like that. I did mess with Minecraft this week. I'm kind of working on moving Jericho SMP to a different hosting service. Yes, we're probably going with Bisect. We've talked about that in the past. I was testing a few things out before I move it over, and I was actually planning on moving it the other night. However, my internet in the truck just wasn't cooperating with me. I don't have official internet in the truck, let's put it that way, but there's usually workarounds. And it, it just didn't cooperate. So I wasn't able to get that done. I'm hoping in the next week or so get that. It's not really going to affect any of our players, except for I might have to shut the server down for a little while. And then the server address and stuff will change, obviously. With the update that we just read on Bedrock, uh, there were significant changes. So I need to find time and revamp our add-ons. I think I'm going to kind of start fresh 
the way they're working and stuff because there's really not a need for our snooze pack at this point and a lot of our combo packs and things include the snooze pack you don't need it with the game rule especially since it's not behind cheats or anything i do want to confirm that with other people before i completely take it off the one nice thing about having this snooze pack still it does make it daytime a little quicker and i have the feature where it says like rise and shine and it tells you that basically good morning or whatever you know kind of thing in the message and i've changed that over the years with the snooze pack but other than that not needed so probably going to take that off i did start a new world on the new server host just to try it out and i have so much fun with that early world grind that first day first night I've done it so many times, testing worlds or whatever, and it kind of makes me want to start my own single-player world, though. You should. As someone who always is like, oh, I like to play single-player and has never played single-player at all, really, besides a few kind of worlds, has never really had a full single-player world. It's kind of funny. Maybe one of these days I'll beat the dragon. By yourself? By myself. Yeah, right. Maybe. I don't know. So that's kind of what I've been up to thinking about. Of course, American Truck Simulator. But that's not what this podcast is about. The Block Party, an American Trucking Simulator podcast. Maybe we'll have to have a spinoff or something. We have talked about it on the After Hours show. By the way, get your subscription. We are going ad-free very soon. We need your support, period. That I can't say it any differently. I don't know how to say it nicer. We need your support. Go subscribe, please. $1.99 a month. You'll get the After Hours show and our past episodes. Let's see what you've been up to. I live streamed. Shocking. Real. Not clickbait. Working 2023. <laughs> wow. He live streamed. Uh, this week I had my friend Iron the came over. I talked about that earlier. And that was fun. And I also streamed VR last night because I hit the sub goal. So I did a VR stream and I got a real job because I worked at a gas station and job simulator. So for any one of you that told me to get a real job. There you go. He got a job in job simulator. Bam. It's the real thing. Yep. I agree. The VR is pretty cool. I haven't done that in a while. I I can't do it for too long. I ended stream just because I was getting a headache from using the VR for too much. And it like makes me feel weird. Anything else you've been up to this week? Not a whole lot going on, I guess, in the world. Not really. Pretty much same old, same old. Let's get on with it. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Listener questions. Our first question comes from Holy Bookworm. How come there are no rainbows in Minecraft? It rains and storms, but no rainbows. That would be cool for it to come out after a storm or rain. Like a little rainbow pop-up or something. This... Seems like it's something that could be done for sure. I'd love to see this added to the game, actually. There's a shader pack I use on Java Edition that does that, and I love it. After it rains it, there's a little rainbow in the sky. That's cool. So there you go. There's already mods making that happen. Our other question for the week comes from IRL Nick. Isn't it so cool that we have texture packs and shaders that have custom skies for features like... rainbows and custom stars and sun and moon and such what are your favorites he's hmm. kind of sarcastic there isn't huh, he sarca- i don't no, know i, I don't, think he, he don't might think, be calling you out there I, Holy I, I don't think there's any sarcasm there that doesn't seem sarcastic that's fully serious yep no sarcasm at all 
most of the time I use vanilla textures, but some of the small quality of life fixes like dark mode and just a few vanilla tweak stuff. And I like to use shaders, shaders, I think that's how you say it, on Java and better RTX backend file stuff if I play Bedrock. And I usually just play vanilla textures. Although for a while I was using textures like the old style, the programmer art texture pack. But on top of it, I was using a, I think the beta before that texture pack, the old, old textures on top of it. So I was using, and then I had updated old textures. So any new textures after the texture update would be in the old style for a while I was using that. Oh, okay. Now I have played around a bit with some of the sky texture packs, uh, but I never really liked any of them that I've ever tried. I don't know if I just haven't found the right ones or there again, it's all bedrock. So maybe I'm limited. I do like some of the official texture packs that would change things like the moon and the sun. I have enjoyed those, but I'm thinking the last time I've actually even seen that was back on console days. And I'm talking legacy edition stuff there. Probably. I know a lot of PVP packs have skyboxes and stuff. Okay. I think it'd be cool to change the sun texture to my face and then the moon texture to your face for Jericho. That would be cool. May Imagine. Maybe, let's make that happen. You're the art guy, so I'll let you do that. You're the graphic guy. I don't know how to do it, so you can do it, Mr. Add-on well, pack if maker. I well, I can make the add-on if you can make the texture. I don't know how to do the texture for the skybox stuff. If I get the file, can you do it? Maybe. Okay. You can do the artwork on it, maybe, and edit it or whatever. Maybe we'll work on that. And do we uh, release it as official add-on no. No. for TVP? We're not releasing I, that as a hey, texture let little for everyone. C know if you want to do this, you can put it in our free-for-all comments. Just whatever you want to talk about there. All right. It's been a fun show. It's been a long one. Thank you for sticking it out. We do appreciate I'm it. Awake. We want to keep you guys informed, though, and change logs are important to be able to know what's going on with Minecraft. I hope you do enjoy the show. Overall, we enjoy hearing from you all. Now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. How do trees get online? They just log in. I'm not giving the laugh on that one. Oh, that's so... Ugh. Yes, they do log in. I think they've come around. I've talked to her a little bit. She only uses the same jokes if it's a new season on Jericho. But she makes sure she doesn't use them in the same year. But we've been doing this for multiple years now. Can you believe that, little C? It's awesome how far the show's come. And we're still going strong. We love you guys supporting us, and I love having Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week, even if they are repeated. I'm pretty sure that was a repeat. It's a good one, though. Help us get the word out about the Block Party Podcast by sharing our awesome Discord community, checking out our YouTube channel, downloading our free Bedrock add-on packs, and unlocking exclusive content as a subscriber at theblockpartymc.com. We want to hear from you. We love your comments and questions. You can email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com. We'll leave us a voicemail or text us at 1-260-222-7240. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Make sure to tell everyone about the Block Party and Minecraft podcast. 
I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I gotta take a nap after all those change logs.